Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special shine never love and light on me. Yes, I rewatched the Twilight Zone movie, and yes, I love it still because we're in October. I hope everyone's watching their scary movies. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Welcome to page seven. My name is Molly Neffel, and I'm watching scary things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Marcus Parks, and. It's just the way it always is. You're always yeah. watching scary You're things. You're always watching scary things. I try to watch as many scary things as I can, but this is the time of year that you really got to lean in and make it your job to watch scary movies. I'm doing my best. I'm, I'm, yeah, I had a late night viewing a Halloween last night in preparation for going and seeing the new Halloween in the theater tonight. Oh, oh, so you have you saw the uh, you saw OG Halloween and now you're going to go see the new one. Oh yeah, I watched OG Halloween last night and saw all the wonderfulness that that movie is. Fucking, of course, it's Halloween. It's the fucking best. Uh, but yeah, and then tonight we're going to go watch uh, the uh, new Halloween. I have a question about people who like scary things. Yes. So, and Marcus, suspect you, you, you both, you are in the realm of like true crime and fictional scary things, and you both know lots of scary uh, movies. And as you might remember, I did not like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I remember and that genre of movie. I was, I was, I was there for you not liking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I'm still traumatized by Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's but, a rough I, movie. It's I, rough. I understand. God, I came so close to wearing my tex- one of my Texas Chainsaw Massacre shirts today. <laughs> <laughs> but for whatever reason, I can watch. I've been in a true crime thing for like the last year and a half. I can watch Forensic Files. I fall asleep watching Forensic Files. I sleep just fine. No bad dreams. I am in all the... I'm listening to the true crime stories. I'm reading about serial killers. And and I feel totally fine. I can do it when I'm by myself. Uh, It does not upset me. And yet, when I watch a scary haunted house story, I literally had to like... I was home alone... Except the baby was in her was in our room. We share a room with her, and uh, I'm never home alone. And I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna have a fun night at home alone by myself." And then, like 20 minutes later, I went to the baby's room and closed the door, <laughs> because I just felt the need to not be alone, even Aww. if it meant being with a sleeping baby. And I was freaked right out. Hmm. So why do stories of real murder? just wash right over me and I can go to sleep and 20 minutes of mildly suggested not even you know Hill House is very subtle and I was so so freaked out hmm I don't know because I'm kind of the opposite where like the actual like murder and that type of shit will like truly affect me Uh, but like horror movies and things like that it's just like hey yeah motherfucker do it yeah do it come on let's do it (laughs) 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 yeah I, I feel like there's something off with me because it should be that real murder scares no, me. No, 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 I think most people are. I think the vast, vast majority of people are like that. Especially, I mean, especially now. Everyone's, for some reason, everyone is totally comfortable with murder these days. I don't know well, what yeah, it is. Well, yeah, we're desensitized, you know? It's yeah. just like, I think it. I think it's easier to separate the, uh, 
like like watching like the real scary stories and things like that and like things that actually happen you're like yeah but that's not gonna happen to me but this serial killer like it's like that kind of show where it's like yeah but this like murderer that's just gonna come up and just go shink i think it's one of those things too where it's like it's almost as if you expect the other things to happen to you more which is why fake scary stories affect your brain you know what i mean yeah and also Where it's like i'm always expected to be like sexually assaulted on the street that's why right. i carry a taser right but right. i'm not expecting you know like someone to get me like say in my nightmares right right <laughs> yeah exactly or like i don't ever spend regular time in my day being afraid of ghosts mm-hmm. um, but I do spend regular time in my day being afraid of like interpersonal violence but then <laughs> if I if I like watch a thing about ghosts I'm like there's ghosts everywhere I never think about ghosts I'm not scared of ghosts I don't really believe in ghosts and I will watch a thing about ghosts and then I can't fucking sleep but on the other hand people have been into true crime and murder and like being totally down with checking out all that shit for centuries uh-huh. it's not anything new I mean, fuck, public executions used to be the number one form of entertainment in uh-huh. town. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, the uh, true crime publications that used to be put out, like, back in the, like, early 1900s, late 1800s, were awful. Like, they were so brutal. They were so graphic. Uh, and they were huge, huge sellers. Uh, people just didn't really talk about it. It's just now we're kind of in I think now we're in a culture where we talk about everything and everybody talks about everything that they're into. So before true crime and being really into murder and being really interested in it used to be something that was more um, behind closed doors. You didn't necessarily talk about it a whole lot. Now everybody's cool with talking about everything that they're into. And Yeah, and for some reason I think that like you're not weird in other words okay. you're, you're you're not yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you're you're not weird at all there's something about like watching shows about murder that makes it doesn't make murder less scary because of course it doesn't but there's something about it just being like like you said if i if i can just be like yeah i guess I guess this is. I guess I could just watch twelve hours of, of half-hour shows about different people who are murdered, and it's like a way. It's like in a w- weird way, it feels like dealing with that fear. Mm-hmm. Whereas watching a single show about ghosts does not feel like dealing with the fear. It feels like introducing the fear and like really like stoking it. You know, because yeah. you're entering into a story. Yeah, you know, like you're you're in because when you're watching true crime and you're watching stuff about murder, you know, it's there's something in the back of everyone's mind. I think where it, they think like, well, at least that's not me. Uh-huh. Uh, at least. I'm not being murdered right now. At right. least I'm not dead. Or, you know, conversely with the serial killer saying like, well, at least I'm not that crazy. I'm not I'm not that person. I might be a bad person. I might feel really bad about who I am. But at least I'm not that guy. Uh, but when you enter into a story, you don't have that. Like, uh-huh. you, you don't have that. Like, you're entering into a realm of imagination. Uh, so you don't have at least I'm not that to fall back on. And it's not. And the possibilities are much more uh, open right. uh, when you enter into a, a storyland. Right. How many ghosts could be in the room right now? Yeah. <laughs> like five. <laughs> you don't believe in ghosts? I mean, I don't, almost didn't even want to say the sentence, I don't believe in ghosts because it sounds so definitive. But, you know, if you were to make, if you had a group of people in a room and you had to say, okay, choose people over here who believe in ghosts go here and people who don't believe in ghosts go over here I think I would probably go with the people who don't believe in ghosts but if you could say go in the middle somewhere I would probably go in the middle somewhere you know what I mean that's where I am too yeah yeah I'm the same place I believe I'm a thousand. I'm, I'm completely on board. I I think that ghosts exist. I think that they. I think that they can interact with us. And I'm just waiting, just waiting for the day that a ghost tries to have sex with me because I will say yes. Because I think that that is an experience that I need to have in my life. So calling all ghosts. I'm ready. I'm willing. I'm consenting. Spectrophilia. That's yeah, what that's called. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. I'd right. like two of that, please. Just uh, Google spectrophilia and do a bunch of research. You'll make it happen for yourself. Spectrophilia? Spectrophilia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like necrophilia, but spectrophilia. Do you think that is that is it is that a weird want? Like I've wanted no. to have sex with a ghost for like a like a long time. Yeah, I think most dudes fantasized about having sex with a ghost ever since that scene in Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters when that ghost yeah. gave Dan Aykroyd a blowjob. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I feel like the Ghostbusters and also the movie Ghost, right? Yeah, also the movie Ghost also make it made it sound really sexy. 
Oh, isn't this interesting? Episode 67, Spectrophilia, last podcast on the left. That's what comes up. Should I listen? I'm down. Huh. Really? We come up first, huh? Yeah, I think that you, wow. uh, yeah. Oh, Pretty yeah. cool. Oh, wow. I didn't, I, I wasn't trying to plug or anything like that. I, know, I was no. just saying, go check it out. But yeah, hey, there. I, I would love to. My only issue is that I love listening to last podcast. I just don't want to listen to my brother talking about sex with a ghost because I imagine I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb here and assume he also wants to have sex with a ghost. I do not remember. Okay, good, that good, was, good. <laughs> I think we if we, <laughs> took, if we took bets, like if we just wrote down the right now, do we think Henry wants to have sex with a ghost, yes or no? You go listen to the episode and then we'll come back and see who's <laughs> right. You know? We'll come back around. Yeah, yeah. I'm Whoa. giving it good odds. <laughs> yeah. See, this woman says, well, which I don't understand because it is on a, it's on a website called Kidspot. Mm. And it's under the section of parenting. Woof. And the Woof. headline is Women Who Claim They Have Sex with Spirits and It's Better Than With Humans. <laughs> and I. Why is it on that website? <laughs> Why is it on Kids Spot? I don't understand. Pa- parenting can be tough. Do you feel distant from your partner? Have sex with a ghost. Have sex with a ghost. <laughs> oh, man, she joined the Mile High Club by having sex with a ghost. Oh, that's cheating. Did she bring the ghost? Did she bring the ghost, or was it like a an air ghost, a sky ghost? I think maybe it was a sky ghost. (laughs) Yeah, that's cheating because the whole thing about the Mile High Club is that you have to avoid other people seeing that there are two people in the bathroom. If one of the people is invisible, no one knows you're having sex, and thus it's pretty easy. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I'm sorry. This is her full on ghost lover. He, well, they are wise, stable, and kind. I'm not 100 percent sure if they are male or female, but I found true love. She's trying to have a ghost baby. That's why it's on kidspot.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, phantom it's... pregnancies. She <laughs> thinks that thinks she can have a ghost baby. Would the baby be a human or a ghost? Marcus, you're the authority on this. The baby you did a whole be episode. A, on. <laughs> the baby be a human? It could be half half human, half ghost. I mean, I would say you, you're, as, you're just going it, normal is genetics. A, is it a day? Yeah, if we're t- looking like just normal genetics, yeah. I mean, if it's a day walker, then I guess it would be a human. I guess it would. You know what? It's up to the thing. Whatever comes out. If he wants to be a ghost, he want he can be a ghost. If he wants to be a human, he can be a human. Whatever the, the whatever the thing wants. It's not like red hair where it's like you might get it and might not. I, hmm, I don't know. What because what if what if the human has some ghosts in her side, you know, and there's some recessive <laughs> ghost genes. There's some recessive ghost genes. <laughs> it could and then comes out full ghost. Full ghost. Full ghost. Yeah, shit. I didn't even. God, oh, God I didn't even fucking think about that. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Well, <laughs> fucking let me go to the drawing board. Let's we're canceling this week's episode of Last Podcast because now I got to spend a whole fucking week on this. You've got things to figure out. <laughs> you with like a seventh grade biology textbook open to the, the like, okay, genetics. <laughs> just like fucking what, what was it, Mendel? Just like where you have to do the little yeah, squares. Well, do the little yeah, squares. X and like, y test. Oh, oh, but if it's a oh, <laughs> shit, I don't know. I never did. I never got this. I never understood this. Where are my bean sprouts? Oh, I'm gonna need weeks. Get me ghost bean sprouts. I think. Well, this woman's um, her fiance left her because of her ghost lover. Yeah, because he kept coming home, and she was like in like she's like in the midst of ghost. Or I guess I don't know what is it, is it ghost to see at that point. If you're uh, if you're if you're having ghost comes, and so her ghost disease took over her relationship, so her her fiance left. Uh, it's not about the ghost disease that made him leave. I mean, it's not necessarily. I don't think it was jealousy that oh she's having to yo oh, you're having I'm out all day I'm working you're home having sex with ghost oh that's no. not fair no it was because his wife thought that she was having sex with a ghost and that's a bit much to deal with. Yeah, I think that that is a lot. It would also admittedly be hard if your p- wife was in love with somebody else uh-huh. who was a ghost. The ghost <laughs> thing is maybe the hardest part. <laughs> but being in love with somebody else <laughs> is also hard. But so, it, a lot I think of, of why I was never into like ghosts, like the movie ghost, because it's like, I don't want to have sad ghost sex. Yeah. That's sad ghost sex. I want to have fun ghost sex of like, oh, I don't know who this person is. Oh, like, or what if it like a poltergeist? Ooh, what if you had, would you have sex with Peeves the poltergeist from Harry Potter? 
Mm, he's not really my type. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have sex with any of the ghosts in the Harry Potter castle? I was kind of thinking of immediately, I think that I would give Moaning Myrtle a shot just to see if I could turn her frown upside down. But immediately when you asked me about that, I was like, yeah, nearly headless Nick. Yeah. But, oh, but I mean, does, I give it a shot. But are, you just, but are you just saying you would have sex with John Cleese then? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dead, or, dead or alive. <laughs> Wait, so Jackie, I have a question. If you want to have like happy... Horny hot sex with a ghost. Mm. Isn't the th- well? Is it, I, I'm under the impression that the theory is that most ghosts are in our realm because they have unfinished business, and and often that they're not happy to be here. Right? That they have to like Depen- complete a task. It depends on the type of haunting that you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So I guess intelligent I guess, haunting versus residual haunting versus poltergeist. Blah blah blah. Okay. Yeah. Because I guess my question would be: Are there just like happy? horny ghosts out there or are the ghosts usually like trying to complete some undone business and they're they don't have time for sex or maybe they do but maybe they will be sad you know i guess but if yeah. the business they had is they didn't have enough happy horny sex uh-huh <laughs> that's a thing that's a, how are we supposed to know unless we start having sex with these ghosts <laughs> <laughs> but although a, a, a potential complication to that uh-huh. if they didn't have enough sex on earth they might not be that good at sex Ooh, Ooh you're right mm. but i don't know these these articles i'm reading right now apparently this ghost to see is out of this world! Bring it on, my baby, Bumblebee. Well, my mommy bees are proud of me. I'll bring it on, my baby, Bumblebee. Ouch! It stung me! You busy out there in the streets picking up bees like a freak like me? Because when I need healthy fuel fast, you know. To pick up the bees, I know exactly where to turn. Daily Harvest. <laughs> Daily Harvest delivers perfectly portioned cups of frozen organic fruits and vegetables directly to your door. All you have to do is add water or your favorite milk to your cup, then just blend or heat. Of course, you want to share it with your pockets of bees, because uh, their spit made the fruits and veggies possible. Is that how it works? Man, you know, I don't get science. Daily Harvest new savory harvest bowls are an amazing healthy dinner that's faster than takeout and also faster than Thomas was killed by all those bees and my girl. Maybe we should stop picking up the bees, just in case. And their new plant-based ready-to-blend protein smoothies actually have me excited about my Zumbi classes. Each of their dessert-inspired flavors packs in at least 10 grams of protein with no chalky powders. He can't see without his glasses! And Daily Harvest Cups are portable, so you can fuel up on the go. My favorite harvest bowl is the Brussels sprouts and tahini, because you know this beef freak loves a creamy, nutty paste, okay? The mixture of the Brussels sprouts and the butternut squash and the lentils pleases my sensitive texture mouth. There's a lot I won't eat because I don't like the texture, so sue me. But this bowl ain't that, and it fills me the age up, which says a lot because this belly likes fistfuls. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code PAGE7 to get three cups free in your first box. That's promo code PAGE7 for three free Daily Harvest Cups at daily-harvest.com. Daily-harvest.com. Oh, yes, the bees are calling you. Bees are calling you. Who? What if I'm just a bunch of bees wearing human skin? I feel like it's like, but then that's the thing. It's like, if I hear the crying, like if Moaning Myrtle still wants to, like, if she's still screaming with 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 sobs as we fuck, I'd have to stop it. Yeah. But how do you stop it if there's not a physical form to tell, you know, it's like that you can't even like push it off of you. Leave the room. Is that it though? You get up, you get, up, you get dressed, you leave the room. You're like, ah, I'm, I'm not, nah. Not into it. Yeah. Because also with Moaning Myrtle, you'd have to do it in the bathroom too. But yeah. on the other hand, I don't know. You may. Are you? I mean, we've all been there, done yeah, that. We've all been there, done that. Yeah, yeah. We've all been there, done that. You know, it's a, it's, it's, a oh, it's not the best. Yeah. I mean, again, it's why I'll never become a part of the Mile High Club, and that will always make me be sad. But this gives me a newfound hope. 
I don't think it counts if it's with a ghost. Yeah, I don't think it counts with a ghost either. Guys, <laughs> I, you are putting the kibosh <laughs> on my hopes and dreams over here. I support, your, I support your desire to have sex with a ghost, and I support your desire to be in the Mile High Club. I just don't think you can do a twofer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I support okay. your desires. I absolutely do support your desires. And if you say that you have had sex with a ghost in an airplane, then I will believe you, but I will not give you the points. Okay, then it's not worth it. Then at yeah. that point, it's not worth. Then it's just worth it for the ghost to see. But then it's not worth it. I want to be in my high club. I I think you have to be on a private plane. I'm convinced <laughs> you have to be on a private plane to get into the Mile High Club, right? Yeah, yeah because these day and age, what if they they're gonna go do a security alert if you go if two people go into the bathroom? Yeah, they get all weird about it. Yeah, I think that they watch you like a hawk. I'm not smoking. I swear. It's weird to me that it still says that, like, it's like, don't you smoke in here. It's like, you think that people wouldn't fucking figure it out? Of course I'm not smoking in here. I really want to. Do you think it's a federal crime to have sex on an airplane? If it's a federal crime to smoke on an airplane. I'm not sure. I wonder if it has something to do with, like, because what if your, like, fluids together create some sort of explosion? (laughs) What What if you create more than three ounces of semen? Yeah, yeah, and then, oh, yeah, if you, like, waited a really long time, and then it's like, oh, what am I going to do with all this cum? I'm going to make it explode. <laughs> you're going to have to throw this cum out because you're not allowed to have more than three ounces of liquid it's on like, the plane. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. That's what I'm going to say to the flight attendant. In uh, Britain, it is, uh, but that it is not illegal specifically to have sex on an airplane, but under Section 71 of the Sexual Offenses Act of 2004, it is illegal to have sex in a lavatory to which the public has access. And but, on the other hand, but on the other hand, you're in the air. How does the law work up there? Does the public have access to it? No, uh, only uh, the people on the plane. That Are is the true. Public? That is true. That is true. Wait, so that does that mean any bathroom sex on the ground is also illegal? Yes, public ba- bathroom sex. Bathroom sex in Britain. Public bathroom sex is uh, is illegal. I think it's illegal here too. Probably. Uh, yeah. You're, you're not supposed to take your privates out in public. Yeah, I don't see a senator dying on that hill. And <laughs> making no, no, sure no. that bathroom. Make sure bathroom sex is legal for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> is that what the movie The Air Up There is about? It's. <laughs> I thought The Air Up There was it. No, I'm thinking Air Bud. The Air Up There is about. It's a basketball, but maybe it's about. Um, Sex and airplanes. Is the air up there? Is that the Kevin Bacon movie With where he goes Kevin to Africa? Bacon. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oof, <laughs> one that one of those. Sound. <laughs> he goes to. It's there was that. There's a genre of movies in the 90s oh, where like dudes went to other countries to find really tall guys to play basketball and uh-huh. then there was a bunch of like adorable cu- cultural confusion and yep. then they'd like win the game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, the air up there, My Giant. Yep. That was another one. Yeah. There wasn't there one about there was something about a Pepsi can. Weren't they playing ba- like wasn't that one? Are you thinking it's a mad 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 world? Is that what it That's is? That's a Coke can. And that was Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a Venn diagram of, you know, people going to other countries to find tall basketball players and then there's a pretty over well, I don't know where it overlaps, but there's a, the whole genre of movie of just white people going to Africa to find something. To find things. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. things like, people things people themselves. Yeah, themselves, sometimes. a lot of themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't know exactly what they were uh what they were doing at the time, and I feel like now a lot of it can be seen as definitely a thousand percent offensive. Because there was that <laughs> other, what's the other basketball movie? Uh, the one with Rosie Perez, uh, uh, White Men white Can't men, Jump. Yeah, white Men Can't Jump. And I was watching that not too long ago because I heavily identify with Rosie Perez in a lot of movies. I think that we, I think that we have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. And that's a weird, that's another weird one. There was a weird basketball genre. Oh yeah, uh, Above the Rim. That was, uh, I think, Tupac's first movie. Yeah, with uh, Janet Jackson. The nineties were an interesting yeah. time for a lot of reasons. Yeah. And that and was the movie where like Janet Jackson, like what was it? She like wouldn't do scenes with them or like had to wash her hands because she thought he had AIDS or something like that. Janet Jackson what? was awful to Tupac. What? That's oh. insane. It was something real bad. It was something real Yeah, basketball movies in the 90s were real weird. Space mm-hmm. Jam, that was another weird basketball movie. Air Bud. I mean, Air Bud. Which is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah about okay. basketball. Yeah. Uh-huh. Blue Chips, Shaquille O'Neal and Nick Nolte were in a movie together. 
Basketball Diaries probably doesn't count in this genre. Not Ooh, really, it's no. sexy. <laughs> Ooh, it's sexy. I want to rewatch Space Jam because now, especially that they're coming out with Space Jam Two, uh-huh. and I, I'm I'm definitely intrigued of what they're going to be doing with this. But they are really they are pushing Space Jam. I I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Yeah, but there's so many people. It's such an insane cult following. Yes, uh, people love Space Jam. I was too old for Space Jam. I was like right above the right above the cutoff for Space Jam to be like a thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because we were the exact right age. Yeah, we were the, the perfect age, and I loved it at the time. But now I don't remember anything about it. I think I need to give it a give it another go. I think at the time it was just like it's basketball. It's got learning times in it, <laughs> which is what I sounded like when I was younger, which is not our, very different. Our drama teacher used to always make us uh, listen to "I Believe I Can Fly" before uh, performances, Oof. and she would like we'd, like we'd all have to sit in a room and listen. To "I Believe I Can Fly," and she would say, "Like everyone, close your eyes. I believe you can fly." I believe I can fly. You can fly tonight. It's your night to fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Oh, you can fly if only you believe Think in it. Man and every night. Uh, no. <laughs> me and my buddy. We don't my buddy sing R. Like, Kelly anymore. Me and my buddy would like. Oh, I mean, this is what. 2099, something like that. Oh, me yeah. It's a different time. Me and my buddy would like. We opened her eyes and like looked at each other and looked at her and she was swaying back and forth she was like really getting into it and god i, I could not tell you how hard a time i had not laughing <laughs> oh just... my god i i wonder though if that drama teacher after all the news about r kelly came out if she was like Wish I had done a different song. I don't think she. <laughs> I don't think she heard about the news. Nah, yeah. she doesn't know. She don't care. She probably still loves the song. I think she's dead. Whoa. <laughs> well, can I have sex with her ghost? <laughs> do you think it would be fun? And do you think she would enjoy it? Um, no. No, but what if I listen to "I Believe I Can Fly" while we bang? Just if turn, you were turn on "I Believe I Can Fly," maybe it will summon. If you were a cat, she would have loved it because she loved cats. Oh yeah, I dress up like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you can I guess maybe I'll go after a different person because you know. Yeah. She's far away. It's a whole big thing. Although I did, um, you know, I'm not quite sure why I've watched uh, "It's a Great Pumpkin," Charlie Brown. Every year of my entire life. Do you guys watch It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? No. I like, if it's on, I'll watch it, but I don't seek it out. I do like the idea of how sad Linus gets. You know, the thing is, is that as much as I hate Winnie the Pooh, I enjoy Charlie Brown. And I see it as in the same realm of things. I think it's because it's like a person that's just like, oh, I never get any candy because he always because he keeps getting rocks and I do think that's very funny he keeps going up to do his tricks or traits and he keeps getting rocks and I think that's very funny the thing about peanuts is that like late like the peanuts that we all got like like when we were kids was like when Charles Schultz had just like stopped giving a fuck yeah but early my dad had like the like from when he was a kid like the 50s like the little uh, book collections of the Peanuts comics and they were dark 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 really dark oh, they yeah. talked about suicide a lot One, I, I loved it Charlie Brown was so lonely and depressed and yeah. I identified with Charlie Brown and yes it was great they were great like he was so sad like, and the kids were so mean and it was just so so, was mean. so funny oh good grief was a true lamentation yeah like it was not anything to be taken lightly it was a uh, it was a it was a I would say a he was speaking out against the world. Yeah, I mean, everybody was so terrible to Charlie Brown, except for Linus, who's just like also kind of has a hard time fitting in. You know, Charlie Brown's own sister was terrible to him. And, and yeah, I just, I, I always want to stand up for Peanuts because by the end, everyone thought it was just kind of like corny and like not funny. But early Peanuts was like dark, but also hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just... I feel like uh, I always have a soft spot in my heart for Peanuts because of how depressed Charlie Brown was and how uh, portrayals of depressed children are needed in the world because children can be depressed and we don't think that they can be.
Because people are like, why did children have to complain about? But I understand because I really identify with Sally, obviously, as the younger sister that is hopelessly in love with Linus and is sexually aggressive about (laughs) how much she wants Linus. But my favorite part, I think of why I remember watching this as a kid in in, uh, It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Essentially, the Great Pumpkin is similar to like a Santa Claus type character. And apparently that's what he was trying, like what... um, what Schultz was kind of making fun of was the idea of like the fact that kids believe in Santa Claus. So why can't they believe in like another made up character for Halloween? And Linus really believes in it. And if you have the sincerest pumpkin patch, he will come and visit you and bring you candy. And I think great you wishes. And Linus hangs out in the pumpkin patch all night long. And so Sally gives up on going to the parties and going trick or treating just to spend time with Linus in the pumpkin patch. And yet she still won't let him hold her hand. Mm. And I love it. He wasn't even trying. And she's like, don't you do it. Because yes, I'm in love with you, but no, you can never have me. And I think that's why I identify with Sally so much. Yeah, you you are a little bit like Sally. (laughs) It makes me really, I mean, with a little mixture of Lucy, because Lucy's a bitch. Yes, Lucy is a stone cold (laughs) bitch for sure. I also love the peanuts. I love peanuts because it's an adult free world. A lot of all of my favorite things as a kid all were like ch- child imaginings of adult free world, like the little rascals. There's no grown ups anywhere. Oh, no. Peanuts, no grown ups anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I just like, a, you know, imagining a world where like it's just only the kids get to do what you know get get the get to uh you know kind of create the social structures and you don't ever have to interact with adults favorite book lord of the flies uh-huh yeah. oh hell yeah <laughs> leave them to their own devices <laughs> do you guys remember that show from 2008 kid nation Kid Nation. It was no. a reality TV show, short-lived, <laughs> because it was a terrible idea. Uh, that I think it was 2008. It was called Kid Nation. It was a reality TV show where the premise was put a bunch of kids on a ranch by themselves in a ghost town. In a ghost town. What? And I want to watch it. Let them create their own society. I watched it at the time. I had forgotten about it, and then like last week or something, some uh, somebody wrote a piece like checking in with two of those kids who are now, of course, like you know, in their like 20 or whatever Um, and it was fucking batshit bananas in New Mexico I want to do this it was a bunch and the kids were good to each other for the most part it was like how will these kids treat each other with no grown ups and the kids like worked it out listen to this waiver that parents had to sign I understand that the program may take place in inherently dangerous travel areas that may expose the minor and other participants to a variety of unmarked and uncontrollable hazards and conditions that may cause the minor serious bodily injury, illness, or death, including, without limitation, general exposure to extremes of heat and cold, cold water hazards, crevices, cliffs, and rock avalanches, encounters with wild or domesticated animals, acts of God, e.g. earthquakes. They were in the desert. Thank you to Mod Cloth for supporting page seven. For 15% off your purchase of $100 or more for one-time use, go to M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code PAGE7 at checkout. Expires January 5th, 2019. Werewolf Bar Spooky Scary! Boys Becoming Men! Men Becoming Wolves! bet you are immediately thinking, but what am I going to be able to jam my hairballs into to look good for the bar mitzvah? I bet you 50 cents that that's what you were thinking. But that's what mod cloth is for. Not for the betting, but for the looking tasty enough to bite. Mod cloth has yum looks all across the board in a full size range from extra extra small to 4X. You can find a hot fit that will get Teen Wolf to be begging to take you to the prom. Ain't no begging strips involved. Pay attention, Michael J. Fox. You're the only being celebrated as a novelty. Trust no one. Also, knock knock, who's there? The impending doom of the holidays. Prep for those upcoming holiday parties with Mod Cloth's Party Boutique. Discover everything from mesh to crushed velvet to irresistible sparkle. Ooh, I love a sparkle, because when I hit the floor, I want everybody to scream, Happy 
Happy New Year! Now, I've always liked ModCloth and love their fit because they actually understand that some people have a high butt crack and it deserves to be fashionably hidden away from public eyes. But also... They kill it on the holiday game. Dude, like, seriously, go look at the Halloween stuff that's up right now. I just, I just bought too many bat tights and creepy deepy leggings. Oh my god, I'm staring at a cute ghost dress with pockets right now. Fine, take all my money, mod cloth. You deserve it. Who needs to eat? Ugh, hashtag done adulting, ready to be, hashtag werewolf. See, I'm young and hip. Go to M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code PAGE7 at checkout. That's B-A-G-A-N, the number seven. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on January 5th, 2019. Oh, Jesus Christ. But also, these are these are 40 children between the ages of 8 and 15. Yeah. You're going to let your 8-year-old, you're going to sign that waiver for your 8-year-old to do this? Yeah, it was a terrible, terrible, terrible idea for a show. They fully said, like, told in the contract, like, hey, your kid may die doing this, so just don't, you can't sue us if yeah. your kid dies. And it was just like, let these kids, uh, like... Leave them alone, <laughs> and and the, I mean, yeah. What was weird about it was the premise was like, will it turn into Lord of the Flies? And instead, the kids actually like, if I remember correctly, were like pretty cooperative with one another and like really tried to like work it out and figure out how to survive. But it was fucked up. It was definitely like, let's uh, let's drop off these kids and watch what they do uh, in the middle of the fucking desert with no help. Ah, huh, interesting. As to as per that. Um that what is it? The kids are actually working pretty good on their own. Like they actually had a pretty good trash disposal system going on, and then uh, a bunch of adults and producers came in and dumped a whole bunch of trash around and said, "You got a massive trash problem. Take care of it." Wow. What? Wow. Yeah. Man, I, but also I like that the, the uh, children could choose to go home at any time, and I guess some of them did. They were allowed to leave whenever they wanted that's to. That's good. Because that's if you didn't let the children good. leave, it would maybe be child abuse, even though Man, they have already been child abuse. I can't wait to have kids so that I can profit off of them. <laughs> Molly, what is going to be your first way to profitize Freddie? She, I mean, she would not go on Kid Nation if she wanted to go on Dancing with the Stars Jr. or So You Think You Can Dance the Next Generation. We would talk about it, but... Other than it, ha- it would have to be something where it was about something that she liked doing, not something to be famous, but something that made like something that made her happy. If that is going to be dancing, then so be it. But you know, it might be something that I don't like, like volleyball. I will support her no matter what. I just if I sometimes I think like, well, what could she do that would really make me feel like I couldn't relate to her? And the answer is volleyball. Hmm. I do okay. not care for volleyball. But I'll still love her. I, just, I think it's great. I think I'm, I, I, you know what? I get it. I get where you're coming from. But at the same time, as a softball player, I really love the volleyball girls because we feel like we all were kindred spirits. I support all, I support children playing sports. I like sports. I just don't like volleyball. Mm. Get her into hockey. Hockey. No, you have to wake up real early to take a kid to hockey. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's where, that's how you're basing What if she wants to be a hockey player? I'll support her being, I'll support her no matter what she does. I'm just saying that there's certain activities that I find more boring than others. And if she wants to be a dancer, I will be very excited. I won't be a dance mom, but I will be excited. If she Are wants you to kidding be a, me? You would totally be a dance mom. <laughs> if, she, <laughs> if she wants to be a volleyball player or a hockey p- uh, player, I will just be like a indifferent, but still very excited for her, um, but indifferent to the activity itself. Um, Molly, how do you feel about zombies? Uh, indifferent. Marcus? Uh, World War Z is uh, one of my favorite horror novels ever written. But okay. As a, and I also love Dawn of the Dead. Big, huge Dawn of the Dead fan. Just watched that a couple days ago for the umpteenth time. Uh, yeah. Big zombie. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. I wouldn't say I'm a zombie guy, but I'm into it. I like it. I would say I'm throwing it out here. It's my suggestion of the week. It is. I started watching this show. It's called Dead Set. It's by uh, Charlie Brooker, who uh, created Black Mirror. And so it was his original show that is a reality. It's basic. So essentially, it's when Brother, uh, Big Brother was really big. So it's as if they are, so they, they are, you're watching people create Big Brother 
So it's like from the outside perspective of it, but it is the same rules of Big Brother. So it's like a documentary, a documentary <laughs> of <laughs> a reality show, but while a zombie outbreak is happening, but they're all contained inside Ooh, of the house. Cool. Oh, that's a good idea. It's, but it's also the dude that wrote Black Mirror, so it's all really good at like getting human emotions and things like that, and like making choices. And uh, and it's a, it's one season. It is on Netflix. I am halfway through it. Highly enjoy it. I'll take that. I'll I'll buy that for a dollar. And I'm not even that big of a zombie person, but I'm digging it. Yeah, that sounds like a great premise, actually. I just don't think zombies are the most interesting of the various, like, scary things. Um, it's because my, we're the real villain. We're the villains, Molly! <laughs> <laughs> we are the villains. It's the humans that are the problem. When I listen... I have had um, The Walking Dead, because especially being around my family last week, all of my family watches The Walking Dead. They're all obsessed with it. And the way they talk about The Walking Dead, I'm just like, I get it. It's the human, I know, it's the human people. It's like, she's like, my mom's like, it's not the zombies. I know <laughs> that you keep telling me you don't like the zombies, but I'm telling you it's not. I'm like, I know it's about the humans. It's about the drama between the humans. I get it. It's just... I'm not that into zombies. And I also hear it's a, it's a little too, uh, like, torture porny for me. Uh-huh. Throwing that out there. I don't like the grossies, which is why I'm, I wasn't that into the Terrifier. And people keep telling me to watch the Terrifier. And I just, I like the idea of a mute, creepy clown. But the rest of it, it was just a little too much for my belly. You don't like the grossies? What was that damn movie that you talked about the other day with the... the um, coyote from um, Grace and Frankie. Ooh, Devil's Candy. Isn't that a grossy? Yeah, <laughs> I take it back. I just there's specific kind of grossies that I'm not into. Uh-huh. Although, but the thing is not to be confused with Marcus. I sent you a text about this, but I highly recommend you watching Terrified. Terrified. Which is on sh- yeah, Terrified. All right. On Shudder. It is an Argentinian film. Molly, do not watch it. It is along the lines of Hereditary where things happen Ooh. that in my brain I cannot unsee. Ooh, yeah. I will you know say that. And, it's, fucking and it is an hereditary. hour and 20 minutes of just no, like, like, no fat on it. It is just a good scary movie. Fuck yeah. All right. I'll check it out. So these are, I've been banging out a lot of horror movies. I also watched the new Halloween and I think this is one for Freddie to watch when she gets older because it is very much like women can kill too. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? (laughs) I'll put that on the list of scary things to introduce to help introduce Freddie to feminism when she's ready to not be afraid of really scary movies. Wait, you watched the original uh, Halloween yesterday, right Marcus? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. And uh, yeah, I mean a lot of uh, a lot of the '80s horror movies. That it's always the lone lady that survives. Oh yeah, baby! But always. there's something about I thought that Halloween was going to be sexier. The original Halloween is really sexy. I know, and like that's the whole thing is that this new one. They're so, so essentially Molly. They like they cut out all of the remakes in between. Uh-huh. And this movie that just came out, why everyone's losing their mind over it is because Jamie Lee Curtis is one of the executive producers. But also, this is the Danny McBride version, so there are parts that are, that are fun, and it's just because Danny McBride loves Halloween so much. But I... Uh, so they cut out all the ones in between, so it's supposed to be essentially 40 years later from the first one. Uh-huh. And all the bullshit that they made up in between doesn't exist. Great. So it's just like Jamie Lee Curtis is kind of out for blood. She's just trying to get get back at Michael Myers for being so scary. Yeah, and being bad. But um, there was, I wanted more sex. It doesn't seem like, I was definitely not expecting a sexy movie tonight. When I'm getting, as we're going into the uh, movie theater tonight, I'm not expecting any sort of sexiness. Throwing it out there, no sex. Yeah, even though Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis was very sexy back in the day. She was. And it's still like, a, you know, a sexy older lady. She's a sexy activity, activity spokesperson yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah, Activia, yeah. Activia. <laughs> well, and that's what, but then that's the whole thing is that she's so, Jamie Lee Curtis is a kind of under attack because she is in real life, she is fairly anti-gun. Oh, Not yeah, fairly, that was she's so very silly. outspoken. That's that really dumb. Yeah, well, that's just people who don't really 
know how things work. Know, know how the fiction works in the. Oh, it's a movie. she's against guns, and then she uses a gun in a movie. <laughs> you know, but also yeah, like in fiction. in real life, Jamie Lee Curtis did not get hunted by a huge murderer <laughs> that that can't be taken out by guns or fire or anything else. So yeah, real life. Jamie Lee Curtis has no reason to have a whole bunker filled with guns. Fair. Yes. <laughs> I support fictional Jamie Lee Curtis's use of firearms. Yes, I support the use of, I, I support the Second Amendment in horror movies. In horror movies. Yeah. If we, you know what, if we could just, if that, we could all agree on the Second Amendment in horror movies and then leave the rest of it to, you know, we can say it's more Your complicated. Your own thought. Amendment. Yes. It's amendment time. <laughs> I just I think but also it's like yeah most people also don't dedicate their whole lives to getting back at someone that's been in jail for 40 years <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis looks banging though as an older woman my mother was like I was talking to my mom about it she's like I feel like they she's like wow they the makeup artists they really they really made Jamie Lee Curtis look so old I was like mom Bitch is that old. Yeah. What are you talking about? They didn't old her up. That's just how she looks. She just didn't have any makeup on. And I think she looks great. She's probably, what, close to 70 now? Yeah. yeah. I think that she might be in her 70s, if I if I am uh, not mistaken. Original but Halloween was Actually, no, she's ago. 59. No, she's not. Yeah. So she was Maybe 19. they did old her up. Because she was just a teen in regular Halloween, right? Yeah, she's like 17, oh. 18. Well, I think that she looks great. She opened up now. Now she's coming out about her opioid addictions, uh, which is rough. I, I guess she had um, she was pretty into opioids for about ten years, and no one knew about it. It never even like, got leaked. And now she's being very open and talking about it. But you know what? Good for her. Get out of your system, girl. <laughs> Do she's it. been sober for twenty years. And she's killing it. And you know what? She looks great in some bell bottoms. She wears the hell out of some bell bottoms in this movie. And she did in the old one as well. She's Everyone. Tall. Mm-hmm. 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 But I this hear. one goes out to you, Molly. I don't know if you saw that they're uh, making a movie of Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Oh and it kind of made me throw <laughs> up in my mouth. I will watch that. Uh, you love it. I hate it. I mean, I hate Reddit. It wasn't like I was actually, I was like a snarky 12-year-old who read it, and I was like, this is stupid, but I also need it. You know, it was like, yeah. I'm going to read all these YA books to learn about my period because nobody talks openly about things. Um, and so, you know, I, I was into the YA books for girls, and also they were like a little bit horny. You know, it was like, ooh, I'm a 12-year-old, and I have a crush on a boy. So it yeah. was a lot of subverted, uh, confusing feelings that worked their way out in those books. And I will totally be here for Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. I hope they do it in the style of Wrinkle in Time and just get like a bunch of superstars to do it. Yeah. I Well, it's also, so James L. Brooks is... Um, is going to be the executive producer of it. But I think that it's good. So it's the same person that did. Have you seen The Edge of 17? I haven't. You should watch The Edge of 17. It's, it's, they, got, they did good with the, the whole teen feelings in it. It's the same. Uh, it's that woman who made The Edge of 17 is doing this. So I am excited about it. But what I am actually terrified of, which I would love to hear your thoughts on, the fact that Guillermo del Toro is doing a stop motion picture of uh, Pinocchio. Haha, <laughs> oh, perfect. Fuck. Pinocchio is Yeah. Pinocchio is a freaky fucking story. That, yeah. And Guillermo del Toro, he can do pretty much anything he wants yeah. in the book. Yeah. I think that's great. I'm actually really excited. I mean, y- y'all know I wasn't that huge of a Shape of Water fan, but I do love his other works and he's making it for Netflix and I'm I think it's going to be creepy as fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah it's going to be amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. I'm really excited about it. So I just wanted to share that. Get you guys all pumped. There's other creepy things coming out because in my brain, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret is along the same lines as all of the horror movies that I just said. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to think about bleeding. A 12-year-old girl finding herself. If you want to smell my body, you got to spritz me with my fleur. 
great scent lasts for hours. Scratch my belly, make me purr. Spice Girls, more like smelling nice girls. Cause baby, get on the coaster, put your hands up. Cause we bring in the feeling back into fragrance with flour. Instead of testing a scent on a strip of paper, or worse, being strong-armed by some goat when you're slapping it at the Dillard's, you can get to know each of Fleur's scents with pictures, words, and music on their site. If you like what you hear and see, odds are you like the scent. Are your arms still up on this scent coaster? If they ain't, get your hands up. Because we're getting cuckoo banoonies up in this place. Ah, I just grossed myself out. Banoonies! Try them on your own skin at your own place and pace. Hell, fast squirt it, slow squirt it, whatever your cuckoo banoonoo spirit wishes. Each floor scent is created by world-class perfumers and inspired by real moments for your real life. Not just some silly idea that a celebrity or a clothing designer thinks you should live up to. We can believe we can fly all we want on our own, R. Kelly. You're not my real mom. Thank Christ, though, because he wouldn't be allowed within a football field of our Wendy. And because all that matters to you is what you like, their scents are gender-free. The best part? Fleur is a completely transparent fragrance company. They tell you every ingredient in their perfumes and why it's there. No secrets, no nasty ingredients, and no BS. And no peepees and illegal dogfighting. Really dodged a bullet on that one, guys. Good going on us for R. Kelly not being our moms. I have been slam dog millionaireing my Hepcat scent all around town and showing my scented banoonies with pride. Pride of lions, that is. <laughs> Leo's gotta smell good, cause Leo ain't playing. Fleur creates sustainably crafted award-winning perfumes delivered with transparency at an honest price. What's not to love? Let's kick some ice. <laughs> Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code PAGE7 to get 20% off your custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code PAGE7 at Fleur.com to try three Fleur fragrances of your choice at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R.com. It's time for the list! Oh. Yeah! Who's, Who's on, on the list? list? Marcus! Gotta have, have that, that list. list. Actors who refuse to work together again. Oh, Ooh. fun, spooky. Uh, Who's on the naughty list? Uh, well, you know the whole, you know the Jim Carrey Tommy Lee Jones story, right? I don't think I do. Well, they no. worked together on Batman Forever, and oh, apparently yeah. Jim Carrey was great, and Tommy Lee Jones absolutely fucking hated him. The night before they were going to go shoot a scene together, Jim Carrey went and said hi to Tommy Lee Jones, and uh. Tommy Lee Jones got up, hugged him, and said, I hate you. I really don't like you. And he and when Jim Carrey asked why, Tommy Lee Jones said, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. Why? Wow. I think that Tommy Lee Jones might be in the wrong here. I think he's in the wrong here. You know, I just watched the Truman Show about a week ago again. You know, nice Sunday afternoon movie. It's yeah. delightful. It's still a delightful movie. That guy from Truman Show is in The Americans. That makes me think about The Truman Show a lot. Um, you know, I feel like Jim Carrey actually is a good actor and a good dramatic actor as well. Apparently that show that he's in on Showtime is good, I mm -hmm. heard. Um, mm. And I can imagine, I mean, if he was like always being Ace Ventura in real life, I could imagine it <laughs> might be a little bit exhausting at some point, although I do really like Jim Carrey, but I yeah. feel like Tommy Lee Jones was being a asshole. I feel like Tommy Lee Jones was in the wrong here. Yeah. Although, yeah. if I were to deal with Jim Carrey every day at the height of Jim Carrey's Jim Carreyness, I don't know if I'd sanction that buffoonery. <laughs> I mean, I understand, especially like when you hear about how he was on the set of Man on the Moon when he wouldn't get out of character, which... In you know, in theory, and what it was, it made sense. But I would that would because like you wouldn't even get on the set. Yeah, that you would wouldn't be, listen to anything. But I kind of like to imagine when uh, when when Tommy Lee Jones says to Jim Carrey, "I don't like you," picturing Jim Carrey just be like, "Why not?" <laughs> but but but, but I'm me. I'm what? Canadian. Everybody loves Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jim Carrey. I'm the most beloved actor in the entire world right now. 
What? I, I mean, he, but, but it, like, also, Batman Forever must have been filled with a lot of tightness. I love Batman Forever. Right, yeah. that was Batman Forever with the Riddler and Two Face, right? Yeah, with uh-huh. the Riddler and Two Face. Yeah, I, I would like to go back and because re- I haven't watched it since I was a kid, loved it when I was a kid. I would like to go back and see just how bad it really is. It can't be that bad. I would imagine it's probably pretty awful. Yeah, but Chris O'Donnell. You got your Nicole Kidman. That's the mm. Val Kilmer one. Right? That's the Val Kilmer one. Yeah. Mm. I fell asleep, but that was not the fault of the movie. It's still in my brain, though. Pure sex. At least it didn't have Mr. Freeze in it, right? That wasn't Mr. Was that Mr. Freeze and no, Poison Ivy? that was Ivy? a different one. Yeah, that was Batman and uh, Batman and Robin. Ice that, to, I'm thinking ice of, to I'm see mixing you. the two. That's ice <laughs> to see you. Ice, ice to see you. It's <laughs> Shit out. Cool off. <laughs> right, now I gotta look up all the Mr. Freeze puns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, new list here are all the puns yeah, all Mr. The... Freeze used uh, I have okay. to watch I think I need to watch all the Batman soon uh, tonight hell freezes over yeah well, you, know, you can watch what's the one is it Batman 2 that's the Christmas movie you can watch that on that Christmas that one's great I'm oh, afraid that yeah. my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy <laughs> Jesus every line every line of his cool party And he looks so dumb. (laughs) Hey, hey guys, what killed the dinosaurs? What? The Ice Age. That's not a joke. Accurate. (laughs) And then finally, let's kick some ice. Oh, God damn it. Oh, it's perfect. Molly, we should throw that on as one of the Patreon movies that we watch together. Can't we, please? Yes. Yeah, you yeah, should, yeah. Because there's Alicia Silverstone's Batgirl. Mm-hmm. You got the Bat credit card. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the credit to card see that's you. got the, the ice to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the one Batman I would be. Uh, not the only one, but that is one Batman I would be very excited to rewatch. It's legitimately uh, pretty awful. <laughs> Hell it's, yeah. I'm it's on board. pretty awful. You know why uh, Aunt Viv, the original Aunt Viv, left uh, Fresh Prince? Why? Because Will Smith was a dick. Oh. Yeah. Him and the other kids used to torment her. What? Aunt Viv. Aunt Viv, yeah. So they got why? a new Aunt Viv. Well, you know, they needed a stronger woman, I guess. I understand. Especially Aunt Viv was supposed to be the one that, like, is the stickler. Yeah. She should have been able to take it. Yeah, they were always replacing people in 90s sitcoms. Whatever happened to the first Morgan from Boy Meets World? They just replaced her with a different girl. Yeah. Mm. Although I like that they always made mention of the fact that she wasn't the same little sister. Did they? they, were, they yeah. Just, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they were very, yeah, they were completely self-aware of it, and I thought that was hilarious. It always annoyed me, though. What yeah, happened to I the understand. first one? The second one was too cutesy. That's the thing. That's why I like the other one. She was kind of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Everyone hates Shannon Doherty. But we knew that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a given. Obvious. Yeah, <laughs> don't really even have to go into that. <laughs> Richard Gere and Sylvester Stallone hate each other. Why? Uh, well, oh wait, the hamster thing. Well, it was rumored that Sylvester Stallone was the one who started the hamster rumor. Uh huh. He says he's not. He says that's the rumor. The rumor is that I started the rumor. That's the rumor. Then where did the rumor come from? It's a rumor. Sly. <laughs> Sly. Sly. I mean, I feel like other, other than being actors, it doesn't seem like those two have a lot in common. Well, apparently during uh, the filming of a movie called The Lords of Flatbush, Richard Gere spilled greasy food all over his pants. <laughs> oh, God, not his pants. <laughs> and it was, hey. gre- it was greasy. It was hey. greasy. Yeah, you got greasy food all over my pants. My pants. <laughs> I like that, that. Like, if that is what upset him, it's like, Sly, you don't even have to deal with cleaning those pants. That's not even your problem. You just pissed off a bunch of costume people, for sure. But that's not even your fucking problem, dude. Maybe he just didn't like the way that he dealt with it. Yeah, maybe he started eating it right off of his crotch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna eat this without a plate now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my pants. (laughs) Oh, my penne. Oh, God. I don't know what accent that is. That's not an impression. Oh, my pants. Oh, no. My pants are ruined. Oh, my God, fettuccine. Oh, Oh, my face. It melts off of my body. (laughs) Bada-ga-ba-doo. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, it's time for Blind Item. <laughs> oh, we, we can't, can't see him. This alliterative director sent out a casting notice for hundreds of children for a reboot of a classic musical when no kids are necessary for the movie. Steven Spielberg. Yes. Whoa. Um, no kids needed for the movie, and it's a musical? It's a musical. M- beloved musical. Beloved, beloved musical. With no kids in it. No kids. No, it's new. No children. No children but in it. But teenagers. Goats! Goats! Goats? No, it's nothing to do with goats. Kids! <laughs> no! Kids! <laughs> no, no, no. No children. But goats. Grease? Oh. No, no, no. I got no, really excited. Grease is close. Okay, but it oh, and it's a reboot. It's a reboot, yeah. What and has teenagers no... in it? Teenagers, oh. they're, they're fighting. You know, they're snapping. They're fighting. Oh, oh West, Side West Side Story. He's doing a big order for a bunch of kids, and no one knows why. <laughs> oh God, they're not doing a children version of West Side Story, <laughs> are they? <laughs> I oh, good love Lord. West Side Story so much. I know you do. And now there might be a whole bunch of kids thrown in there. Oh, I don't know. I'm not against it. <laughs> I'm not against it. Children singing and dancing. I don't hate it. I know you don't hate it, and I'm proud of you. But also, Steven Spielberg, get Steven. a life. Steven. Jesus Christ. Next up, this B-plus list actress really deserves to be a C-lister at this point. Because she really does absolutely nothing. At this point, she's surviving on that massive divorce settlement. She does have A-plus list name recognition, though. Apparently, as a part of that settlement, she's not allowed to talk about her ex or anything tangentially related to him. That would make for a boring interview. And that is why no one talks to her. Jennifer Garner. Nope. Mm. Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. Mm. Can't talk, can't say a single word about Tom Cruise, anything about the divorce, anything about Scientology. So, uh, yeah, she just kind of sits there because she can't do press for a movie because no one ever wants to talk to her about Scientology. But also, Katie Holmes isn't that great of an actress anyway. No. She got the raw, she got a raw deal, though, man, to be like, oh, everyone knows you for this one thing, but you cannot talk about it. She said yes. Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, yeah. She, 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 she said, got in willing. She said yes to the. She said yes to the cash. Yeah. She bought into it. Yeah. Uh, give me the opportunity. Yes, I say yes. Give me a contract. I'll do it. I will do it. I think it's fine. I think that. But I find it very interesting because I wonder what the difference is, or if there is a difference, because Nicole Kidman uh, was just recently talking about her marriage with Tom Cruise, and. They, which I thought she did in a very classy way because she was talking about how, like, she's like, I felt like I was in a cage through my, she's like, I was so young and I was married. And she's like, and as someone that was, she's like, I was beautiful and I was, I was famous and he helped shield me from a lot that I think that a lot of young actresses go through. And then, of course, they were immediately on her, just like, oh, are you saying bad things about Tom Cruise? And she's like, no. She's like, in fact, she's like, I don't say anything bad about not only Tom Cruise, but also my husband right now, because I think that it's disrespectful to talk about people when they're not in the room and, like, shut them all down mm. about it. But I wonder if it's because of the contract. I don't think she has a contract. I think maybe she has. A, I think Katie Holmes has a contract because of Nicole Kidman. Not having a contract. Not having a contract. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, that makes more sense. But at the same time, what I'd love then is that means she chooses not to badmouth him. Yeah, because Nicole Kidman didn't need a Tom Cruise divorce settlement because Nicole Kidman was a star in her own right. Mm-hmm. Katie yeah. Holmes, on the other hand, she had Dawson's Creek money, which is pretty good, mm-hmm. but and Batman money, I guess, but not like... Big, 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 big money. Mm-hmm. So she took the money and ran. Yeah, she signed. Yeah, she signed that. She signed that document herself. Which she had money. Her she had money of her own. Yeah, but she wanted more. Right. So she took the divorce settlement. So yeah, th- this is a, a bit of Katie's doing here. Uh-huh. Yeah, and also, but at the same time, it does keep her with enough money to co- like to continue her lifestyle for the rest of her life. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, I would yes? totally take being rich and not having to be a famous actor anymore. That sounds great. But it's uh, it's just but like... then you're just doing nothing all yeah, day. And you right. wouldn't be happy doing nothing all day. Uh, no. no. And, then, and then if you couldn't talk to anybody ever about anything because of Scientology, it would be scary. Yeah. Yeah, but think of how tight you would be. Because all I'd be doing is like hate working out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, ah, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. I would just like scream his name as I was doing my push-ups, right? Why not? Or is is that too angry? Is that too angry of a thought? <laughs> I think that that's you know what justified. I'm gonna say a okay. Am I sanctioned? Sanctioned. You're sanctioned. Thank you. Sanctioned. That's all we got time for on today's page. Evan, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. I'm Molly Neffel, and on Instagram I'm MJKLCat. I'm uh, Marcus Parks. Or everything. And if you are dig what you, if you are dig. What you are for listen to? <laughs> Please hit us up on our Patreon pages, patreon.com slash page seven podcast. That is seven, the number. And on there, we've got our poll out for what creepy deepy movie Molly and I are going to watch next week for Halloween for our Patreon viewers so please go on there and vote because it's all over the place but don't worry I made sure to keep it in the realm of nothing that would terrify Molly too much to bring her to tears thank you (laughs) I cannot leave the recording session to go hide in the room um in the back of my house just like I did when I was watching Hill House. You have to defend your child, Molly. (laughs) Ooh, I'm going to get you so many knives for all the different parts of your house just in case you ever get attacked and I need to get you a taser. And also, quick question, can I give all of Fear Street to Freddy when she turns 10? Uh, yes. Yes. All right, good. Thank you. Sanctioned. Sanctioned. Can I show her the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies the same age that I saw them? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Molly, you're no fun. If she finds them herself... Then we that's a different story, but I will not lead her that way. Nah. All right, fine. Nah. I guess we respect your wishes as a mother. <laughs> mother, 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 mother. The sink isn't braced yet. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.